Hello, everybody, and welcome back to James's World. As always, I am your host, Jacob Hams. Today will be another weekend recap episode. Going to go through, talk about some college football, NFL. Um, might talk about some entertainment news going on. But other than that, it should be a decently short episode. I don't expect to be talking for too long about this because it's pretty similar to what's been going on in the past couple weeks here but we'll get kicked off right away with college football weekend was kind of uneventful not really too many upsets and i mean what all of the top 10 teams won this week pretty boring week for college football you've got number you've got clemson beating boston college this week Ohio State beating Michigan State this week. They're expected to do that. Uh, Mississippi State losing to Alabama, obviously. Georgia beating Auburn. And really the only upset of the week was Northwestern over Iowa, or like a major upset. And it's not even that major of an upset, but an upset that really impacts... Um, one of the major conferences. Um, Oklahoma State was close against Oklahoma. Same thing with Texas Tech and Texas. Very close game, but neither one of them ended up being an upset. Just close games. And for my picks, actually went 4-3 and three for college, which I was pretty happy about. The uh, biggest payout coming from me picking Northwestern straight up over Iowa because Vegas was really stupid in making the line that huge for Northwestern because I thought 100% Northwestern was winning that game. I don't think Iowa was that good, and they proved me correct. But for the rest of the year, I just don't... College football this year has been kind of a... It's been down. Last year, college football was amazing. I loved last year's season. It was great. Partially due to the fact that Wisconsin was, what, 12-0 and in the Big, Cham- Big Ten Championship game or 11-0 and into the Big Ten Champ- Championship game. They were undefeated. But, I mean, it was also just there were a bunch of teams at the end of the year losing, having impacts on the college football playoff. I don't know if I... I don't see that happening this year. I mean, sure, Alabama... Tua might have gotten hurt. Still not sure how serious that knee is or whatnot. I mean, I know he'd kind of like injured it a little bit earlier in the year, but played through it. I don't know if it'll be the same situation now or if he'll have to sit out a game. But even if he sits out a game, Jalen Hurts is still good enough to at least get them to the SC Championship game. I mean, they're not going to not be in the SEC championship game this year because they already beat LSU. So it's just, I don't see too many of these teams losing at the top. Like it's very possible that these teams just stay where they're at, which would be Alabama at number one, Clemson at number two, Notre Dame at number three and Michigan at number four. Because I don't know if I see any one of those teams losing. If Tua's healthy, Alabama's not going to lose. Even though they're going to have to play Georgia, 
or not, I don't think those. I still don't think they'll lose to Georgia, even though Georgia is currently the number five team in the country. Um, Michigan is playing so unbelievably well. They're gonna end up having to play Ohio State. I would pick Michigan in that game. I think Michigan's the much better team. Ohio State, even though they just beat Michigan State, still hasn't looked that impressive to me. So I would definitely put my money on Michigan on that one. Notre Dame, I don't think the rest of their schedule is very difficult. Uh, Same thing with Clemson. The ACC is not really all that good this year. They just kind of, I mean, they've got some teams, but Clemson's already beaten them. They already beat NC State. They already beat Boston College. I mean, those were supposed to, those were the big competitions for this year in the ACC, and Clemson already beat them. So I don't really see that any of the top four teams losing, which means at this point the college football playoff would be set. And if it were to be set right now at those four teams, I'd probably put a Michigan-Alabama championship but it depends because I don't know they would play each other in the first round which would be an awesome first round game actually actually I kind of want those four teams to be there well yes it's I think I also think all four of those teams are really good and that would actually be a really good playoff so I mean, I don't really like any of those teams, but if it ends up being those four, I'm kind of okay with it just because I think those games will all be good. It's not like last year where you basically just had the South in the playoff and that was it. I was completely disinterested by that. This one, you've got Alabama Clemson in the South, and then you've got Notre Dame and Michigan in the Midwest. So it interests me a little bit more when you got kind of my region involved but still really wouldn't be that interested um moving on from college football kind of a shitty week in the nfl for me made 12 picks and i believe i got what five of them correct so not great i just the nfl is the most difficult thing to bet on like I feel like I should be amazing at betting on the NFL because it's by far what I watch the most and yet I'm still so bad at it like I I was good in college and I let I watched less college football than I do NFL yet somehow I'm much better at picking college games so I don't get it but go ahead run through Bills kick the shit out of the Jets this weekend Browns upset the Falcons. You got the Saints beating the shit out of the Bengals. Redskins, according to the line, it was an upset over the Buccaneers, but I correctly picked the Redskins to win that game outright anyways, and I thought they were the better team, so to me that wasn't an upset. You've got the Titans upsetting the Patriots pretty big too I was that one was definitely the most surprising game to me um if you're the Patriots fan I don't know if you got I don't know if you're gonna be concerned about it just because 
I th- there's something with this guys from the Patriots playing them and then them kicking the shit out of the Patriots. I get it's, it's a weird thing, but it's kind of coming true this season. I mean, you had Matt Patricia and the Lions, who are not a good team, kick the shit out of the Patriots. Um, Mike Frabel and the Titans, not a good team, at least in my opinion. Maybe they will be at the end of the year, but from what I've seen so far of them, they're not a good team. Go in and kick the shit out of the Patriots. Like It's weird that it's happening, but it is. So maybe every team in the NFL should uh, start picking off some former Patriots and see if that uh if that works to beat them for the rest of the for the rest of the time Belichick and Brady are there. Uh but moving on from that game, you've got Packers pretty easily beating the Dolphins. Colts narrowly beating the Jaguars. That was actually a pretty close game that was kind of interesting. I mean, not really because both teams are not going to make the playoffs, so whatever. But, I mean, it was a close game, a division matchup. It was a good game to kind of watch. You got the Bears absolutely demolishing the Lions. Even though the score, I think, ended up being the Lions only losing by 12, the Bears were up by, like, 35 points at one point. I mean, it was out of hand, and they let up and let the Lions back into it a little bit. So that's, if you just look at the score and didn't watch the game, you might think it was a little bit closer than it was, but the Bears had it all along and wasn't really very close at all. Chiefs beat the Cardinals as everyone expected them to. Chargers beat the Raiders as everyone expected them to. Seahawks narrowly lose to the Rams. Seahawks had a chance at it, but couldn't get it done with a what I think it was like a two minute drive or maybe less than two minutes had the ball but just couldn't get it done on offense and my big takeaway from this game is that while I believed the Rams were this amazing complete team before pretty much before they played the Packers once they played the Packers I kind of knew they weren't really that complete of a team because their defense is not good the Rams defense, as much as it gets hyped up as being really good, I've watched the last couple games they've played. Their defense is not very good. It just isn't. Marcus Peters has not been nearly as good this year. Their their defensive line is very hyped up. And Aaron, Aaron Donald is amazing. But... That's pretty much it. And Dominican Sue's okay still. Um, what is it? Did they got Dante Fowler? He's not that good. Aaron Donald's really just the guy. And rightfully so. He will, is, I believe, the defending defensive player of the year. Will quite possibly win it again this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. So that's a that's a good point to build your defense around. But in my opinion... They don't have a defense that can get them to a Super Bowl. Because they go up against the Saints again, they're not stopping them. It's just not going to happen. They go up against the Vikings. Vikings got a lot of weapons on offense. I'm not sure the Rams will stop the Vikings. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of teams you can say that about. 
So I don't the Rams need to improve that side of the ball. Their offense is fine. But if the Rams don't improve their defense, they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl like many people expect them to do this year. And then you got the Sunday night game. Eagles taking a loss to the Cowboys. I believe both are 4 and 5 now. And the NFC East is a unbelievably shitty division. The team winning the division right now is the Redskins. And the Redskins are a decent team. I'm not going to say they're shitty. They're, I'd say they're a decent team for sure. But I don't think they should be leading their division. I mean, you've got Eagles are having a massive Super Bowl hangover. Like, holy shit. I don't know if I've seen a Super Bowl winner fall so hard the next year like this is not even close to the team that was out there last year the Cowboys just not good their offense is really bad even though they did put up 27 against the Eagles the Eagles defense is struggling more so than it did last year for sure and then you've got the Giants rounding out the division and they're just a joke so, I mean, it's just... But yeah, I can say that about most of the NFL. Like, really, this football season hasn't been that good between college and NFL. Because a bunch of like the hyped-up college games just haven't panned out. They haven't actually been good football games. Like, Alabama LSU, Michigan-Penn State, Michigan-Wisconsin. Um, What else is there? I mean, basically any game with Alabama that has been hyped up. Uh, most, like, it's just all these games end up being kind of shitty. And in the NFL, it's just a bunch of, like, mediocre teams. And there's, like, f- four or five teams that I would say are legitimate contenders for a Super Bowl. In my opinion, it's the Saints the Rams, Chiefs, Chargers, because the Chargers are legit, even though people might say they're not, the Chargers are a legit team. Probably the Patriots still, although I'm wavering a little bit on it, just because I don't, I don't know about them. I know I saw somewhere that something, people talking about the decline of Brady, I'd still think Brady's perfectly fine. I don't think he's the issue. I think it's a lot on their defense, which when you're going against those teams I just named, you need to have a good defense because those offenses are very good. Now, beyond that, the Steelers have a shot at it, even though they're going to be without Le'Veon Bell. They're not. He's not coming back this season because it's been pretty much announced that he's not returning by today because it is this is coming out on Tuesday. So he's not going to return by today, which means he can't play for the rest of the season. And James Conner currently has a concussion. Who knows if he'll be able to play this week or, I mean, sometimes concussions linger for weeks. I mean, we've seen it with other players in the NFL I don't know what his concussion history is, but 
I don't think it's too extensive. So I think he should probably be fine, which means the Steelers will be okay. Cause if they lost James Conner and we're not getting Le'Veon Bell back for the rest of the season, they'd have an issue, but it does not look like that's the case or I don't expect that to be the case. So I think they're a possible contender in the AFC. Um, the rest of the AFC really doesn't have any, in my opinion, I'm trying to think and go through them. Ravens definitely aren't. Bengals are not. Oh, that's also another thing. The Bengals decided to rehire Hugh Jackson. They haven't announced what position he's going to have, but, like, come on now. How desperate are you, Marv Lewis? Like, it's just, you're doing too much, man. Like, just accept your probably i mean you should lose your job after the season marvin lewis should not be a head coach anymore much to the similar of mike mccarthy and green bay they've been there too long and i mean marvin lewis has done less than mccarthy mccarthy's at least won a playoff game marvin lewis has done legitimately nothing in cincinnati he they've won zero playoff games i don't understand how you can have a job after that for 20 years like it, it's just so stupid but speaking of the mike mccarthy packers situation if they would have lost to the dolphins especially this dolphins team mike mccarthy would have been fired i think today but they won the game i'm not that impressed by it they should have destroyed the Dolphins. So that's what I expected. Anybody acting as if this was like a huge statement game, like we're back, we're we're back on track. No, we're not. And I'm going to be honest, we probably will not make the playoffs this year. I mean, we are, we might currently be in the sixth spot. No, we definitely aren't. Because even if we would finish above a division contender, We'd have to beat Minnesota, and we'd have to pass up Carolina. And both those would be difficult for us to do. So the Packers likely will miss the playoffs, and I think McCarthy needs to get fired after that because Aaron Rodgers has been playing the entire year. If Aaron Rodgers is playing the entire season, the Packers should never miss the playoffs. So, I mean, I understand not putting all of the blame on Mike McCarthy because part of it is the way the team was constructed by Ted Thompson in the past five years. But you also have to look at Mike McCarthy and not adjusting to things. He's just, he does the same shit over and over and over. And I can't handle the stupid play calls he's making. I mean, we got to cut it out with these like behind the scrimmage line passes to guys and have them just try and run it. Like it's just, it's too much. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of the shit. Now the Packers do have a chance in the next two weeks to make a statement because they'll be playing the Seahawks on Thursday night, which If they win that game, 
that's a pretty big win for us because the Seahawks are also in the wild card race with us. And then the next weekend we get Minnesota at Minnesota, which if we can win that game, that would be huge. I mean, a major division win might put us, what, I think we're a game back of Minnesota right now. So it would put us even with them. And I don't really know. I guess we'd have the tiebreaker in that, probably. But I'm not sure about that. So, I mean, the next two weeks will be massive for the Packers. To be honest with you, I don't know if we're going to win either of those games. But I'm going to keep my hope as an owner and just hope with all my heart that the Packers will win those games. Now, getting away from sports for a little bit, got some entertainment news. Uh, today, Monday, you had Stanley dying at the age of 95. And I mean, it's pretty crazy timing for Stanley to die because, I mean, obviously, I'm not surprised by it because he was 95 years old. But just the timing of it, where more than likely the last movie he will be a part of making his cameos because he made a cameo in every single Marvel movie is going to be Avengers 4 like the culmination of everything that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been putting together is for Avengers 4 and that's going to be Stan Stan Lee's last appearance in the movies I mean it's kind of just like it's poetic almost just how perfectly it timed out. And then, I mean, you're going to get the dedicated to Stan Lee after the movie, which is going to be crazy because I mean, the reason why all of these movies are being made and the movie, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy the movies. The reason for all of them is Stan Lee. I mean, he is the creator of the Marvel comics the only reason why we have those movies is because of what Stan Lee did probably, what, 60 years ago? I mean, it's it's pretty crazy to think about that. It's like this guy decided to create superheroes, and it is turned into the biggest movie or biggest movie franchise ever it cannot the marvel cinematic universe could never be topped i don't think and then in uh lighter news you have the trailer for um what is it detective pikachu or pikachu detective or whatever the hell the name of it is and the movie looks ridiculous like i've watched the trailer for it you got Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu, which is, it's fun. I mean, it's funny. Uh, the trailer actually made me laugh, which is good. I'm not a massive Pokemon guy. I mean, I I was as a kid, but I've kind of haven't really done anything involved with Pokemon in the past, but what, 12 years or so. Now I know I've got friends who are still play pokemon games so i know for a fact they'll probably go see the movie i'll probably see it 
I don't know if I'll go to the theaters and watch it or if I'll wait to stream it or something like that. But I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, I like Pokemon, kind of. I think it could be funny. I mean, if if it's got Ryan Reynolds involved, Ryan Reynolds has actually kind of become a comedic actor with his main stuff being Deadpool now. This movie, which seems like it's trying to be kind of a funny, somewhat darker Pokemon take. Now, I just hope they don't completely screw it up like they have on other live-action movies of shows I liked as a kid or even now. Like, they completely botched the Dragon Ball Z live-action movie. They completely botched the avatar the last airbender movie i mean those were awful awful movies this one looks like it should be a little bit better it looks like it's got a little bit high higher quality to it than those ones did but it's still a pokemon movie so i'm not sure it's gonna be that good i would probably expect it to be pretty bad but you never know you can you can always be surprised i mean I laughed at the trailer, so if the trailer is an indication of the movie, it should be okay. I mean, you you should get some laughs out of it, at least. I'm just hoping it's not what I've seen from other trailers where they put every kind of funny bit into the trailer and then the rest of the movie is absolute garbage, which I've seen many times before. Like, I get hooked on the trailer, I go see the movie, and it's awful. Hopefully... That won't be the case, but it's very possible and quite possibly likely. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Like I said, pretty short one. And just from, as always, you can go ahead and subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Go ahead and subscribe on Spotify as well. Or you can listen and follow on SoundCloud got a couple different platforms you can listen to now and just remember everybody this is james's world you're just living in it